back again. Pavel Daily Takes. Uh, I think that I think I've this. Can't remember if I've done one every day this week. I've, this week has just been so busy, guys. I'm sorry, um, but literally been extremely busy. Um, been, I mean, as you know, we do the morning brew now, the morning show. Um, I think I covered two sparse games this week. Uh, they have another one on Sunday, so the season is really picking up with the um, WNBA now. We're heading towards the home stretch as far as like the playoff stretch. Um, so yeah, I haven't uh, been able to record as much. I've been tired as hell, honestly. Um, Learning to edit videos this week, so I, I uh, all the um, interview clips uh, that you see for, for the Sparks and for the WNBA, I actually edited those. So um, yeah, I've been learning that this week. So sorry I haven't been, uh, you know, uh, um, doing the takes every day. But back again today. Uh, I've been meaning to do this for at least like a week. Um, I want to talk about Jason Tatum. Um, and what I expect from him this year, um, I think he'll have a breakout year this year. Um, for one, I think that uh, his performance in the 2018 playoffs, um, when he averaged, what did he average in the playoffs? He averaged 18.5, um, kind of like threw people off a little bit. Um, and I think that people started to uh, dump unrealistic expectations on Tatum. Um, and not realizing that that's usually not how it works. Um, some people think Tatum had a down year this year. I disagree. Um, I think that Jason Tatum pretty much is right on line with where he should be as a uh, second-year player. I mean, like, if you look through the season, last year he averaged, uh, what was it, uh, basically 13.9 points, shot 47% from the field, 43% from three. Um, coming back into the year this year, he shoots – uh, well, he averages 15.7, shoots 45% from the field, and 37% from three. Now, I know some people will say, yeah, the percentages drop, but I think also what you have to realize is that, um, sorry about that, is that there were more people shooting the ball this year. Um, for one, Kyrie is out there taking 18.5 shots. Then you have, then you insert Gordon Hayward back in now. He's taking 8.8 shots. So basically that's, 20 shots a game that somebody else has taken. And then Rozier got to get his shots. And then Morris got to get his shots. Then Horford got to get his shots. Then Brown got to get his shots. Smart was even taking seven shots a night. So I think what you saw in Boston last year was a product of just there were a lot of people shooting the basketball. Like even if you go towards Golden State and look at Golden State, um, for the most part, really only, really only about four people shot the ball. Now, you would say a lot of people shot the ball last year, but same time, Marcus Morris only played 54 games. Kyrie only played 60 games. Smart only played 54 games. Hayward played one, played five minutes, you know. So it's not exactly the same amount um, of people taking shots. Also, I feel like he probably had more free reign um, last year, especially after Kyrie went down, especially um, um, in the playoffs. Like, he took, what, 10 shots a night during the season. Then in the playoffs, you go up and you go to, he took, he took, uh, where is it? He took, oh, that's not the totals. The totals is he took 13.7 shots a game. So he went up in the playoffs, and yes, he gave him more production. But again, I think he was more sort of the focal point of the offense um, in the playoffs as opposed to what he uh, was last year. I mean, look, I love Kyrie, but Kyrie does dominate the ball a lot. 
And I feel like Tatum is one of those guys who also needs to dominate the ball a lot. To me, Jason Tatum is kind of like a six foot eight Kyrie um, with his handles, the way he, I feel like he's the prototypical scorer out of a wing spot. Um, the guy you want, like if you had, if, if you could model a go-to wing, I think you would model a guy like Jason Tatum. Obviously you say, you know, Kevin Durant, but I mean, not that many seven foot guys out there like that. So I think that if you were going to model a go-to wing, I think the guy that you would model is like Jason Tatum. He has great size. Uh, he's athletic enough. Um, he has great footwork. Um, he can shoot the ball. He can finish. Um, he can post. Uh, he can handle the ball. He can do all of those things that 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 would that, that you would assume would make him a a, a viable go-to scorer for the future. And also, I think that people have to realize that usually, outside of like uh, the greats. People just don't go up from what he averaged 13 points the year before. The next year, people just don't go up to averaging 20. Like, that's real, usually not how it works. Even I'm looking at it right now, Steph Curry, two-time MVP, right? In his rookie season, he averages 17.5. The next year, he comes back and averages 18.6. So pretty much gives you kind of like the same production. Even if you go by, now granted, his minutes dropped three minutes, but even if I go by per 36, he averaged... 17.4 uh, his rookie year, basically 19.9 the next year. So he basically went up, what's that, about like 2.5 points. If you look at it, uh, Tatum averaged 17.5 this year, and I think it was 13.9, if I'm not mistaken, last year. So basically like about around the same. I think that's what about a 1.6 increase with Hayward coming back, with Kyrie coming back, with Smart being remotely healthy, basically for the um, um, entire season, and with Terry Rozier coming back um, and coming off that playoff run and coming off the confidence that he must have built up with that playoff run, and also he's trying to get a contract, he's trying to get paid, uh, so he's going to be looking for a shot more. So I think that people just kind of didn't really think about that when they thought about the season Jason Tatum was going to have. I don't even think I thought about that. But usually, unless you wanted the grades, I think like D-Wade went up from like 16 to 24 his next year. I think Braun went up. Even Melo. Melo averaged 20 his rookie year and then 20 the next year. Like most people just don't go up seven points year by year. Like what usually happens is you go 13, you go 15, then you may go 18, then you go 21, then you go 23, and then, you know, you probably level out somewhere around there. But people just don't literally go up from 20 or from 13, and then end up jumping up to 25 the next year. Like, it usually just doesn't usually work like that. Um, even Kobe Bryant. Like, Kobe Bryant, when I think, if I, let me actually look for you guys, so I'm not just saying stuff. But, yeah, Kobe goes, Kobe, well, Kobe is one of the great ones. So, that that that's, that's a little bit of an outlier. But he goes 7, then 15, then 19, then 22, then you get the huge jump up to 28. But usually, usually, for the most part, for the most part, unless you're one of like literally like the goats, most people just don't jump up and you know have have crazy, uh, um, jump up like six seven points in one year. Like usually that doesn't happen. Usually, sometimes it does, but usually that's not that's not how it uh, goes. I'm even like going back and thinking in my mind a rookie of the year that I can think of and trying to see what they. Uh, um, man, what's some good example? Well, let me see. Check this out. Um, give me one second. I mean, AD had a huge jump, but for the most part, unless you're but AD also played seven more minutes 
than what he went from 13 to 28, but he also played seven more minutes in his second year than what he played in the um, first year. But And he was the focal point of the offense. I didn't have to deal with coming back and being a secondary option um, that Tatum has had to deal with. So I think that this year, um, I think Kimball will be a better fit for Tatum. I think that Kyrie and Tatum can work. I just think that the other guys don't need to be there if Kyrie and Tatum are going to work. I think that if you're going to build a team around Kyrie and Tatum, then you just get 3 and D guys or guys who can, yeah, 3 and D guys, guys who can play defense and defend and get you a lob threat. Um, I don't think you need uh, 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 like Brown and like Hayward and like Rozier. Like they pretty much had a lot of guys who kind of all did the same types of things on the roster last year. I think that this year they have a much more balanced roster. I think that with uh, Horford being gone, with Rozier being gone, with Kyrie being gone, I think that Tatum will actually handle the ball more. Um, I think that on some nights, he'll even be the first option over Kemba on some nights. Um, I think that Kemba dribbles less, and Kemba, Kemba, from what I've seen, works off ball more. One, because he's smaller than Kyrie, and he has to. Like Kemba just can't pound the ball into the floor every um possession and think that he's going to get buckets like Kyrie can because Kyrie is a bigger guard. Kyrie is a legitimate 6'4", and when you see him in person, like he's not a small guy. He's a pretty muscular guy, so he can pound the ball into the floor, iso, put you in a post, and score um, through isolation more because he's bigger, like even Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson came off a lot of screens, caught and shot. When you're that small, those are things that you have to do because you aren't, like I said, you're not just going to iso and think that you're going to get buckets um, on people that way. They're going to put a bigger guy on you and it's going to be very, very difficult for you to score in that manner. Um, but So I think that he'll fare much better this season. Um, I think that uh, Tatum and Brown will kind of go back to the chemistry that they had. I actually think the offense will look a lot like what it looked like in that playoff run um, that they had when they took the Cavs to seven. Um, obviously, like Horford isn't there, which hurts. Uh, I think the center position is going to be a weakness for them. Um, but... Same time, like Cantor isn't going to handle the ball as 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 much as Horford will well would. So, I mean that is, that 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 obviously lets Tatum feel the ball more and get more in rhythm. Um, and I think he'll have a. I don't know how high he'll jump next year. I think if he averages fifteen point nine, I can realistically see him going to about nineteen or twenty next season. Um, and I think that he'll surprise some people. I think that people are kind of down on 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 Jason Tatum right now, and I don't think that everything was his fault. Um, I think that it's a very tough situation. I think that Boston for everybody last year was just a very, very tough situation. Like, I don't think you've ever seen a situation in which a team had that much success without their two, like, stars. Like, in theory, their stars without Hayward and without Kyrie. And then the next season, you bring those stars back. And that's a lot to work with it in, like, a locker room. Like, look, I go in locker rooms. I've been covering teams pretty much for a full calendar year now. Um, almost a full calendar year. I play on teams in high school. I know what a locker room environment is like. Um, in that situation, a lot of sacrifice has to be had. And when you talk about young players, guys who, like, guys are still on their rookie deals. Like, I think we have to stop, um, like, be realistic and realize that depending on what stage you are in your career, winning is not number one. Yeah, winning, like, you want to win. Like, nobody wants to play basketball to lose, but people trying to get paid, bro. Like, people trying to get them contracts. People people, people trying to get their money. People got families. People got lives. People got off-the-court things that, that, that buying in and sacrificing can affect. So you got a guy like Rozier who's trying to get his money, and you got a guy like Kyrie 
who also Kyrie ain't even committed to being there. So now if I'm ownership, do I really want to build a team around a man who very well could leave? And if I'm Rozier, like, yo, did you not see what I just did last playoffs? Now you come back and taking all my shots. Now I got to rein it in and take a step back. So, I mean, even with Hayward and Brown, like Brown's coming up for a contract this year. So it's a huge year for Brown. I'm sure Brown wants to perform. But if Brown would have performed crazy last year, going into this year, he might have got that contract already. But you add Hayward in. Now Hayward's trying to work his way back. Like in Hayward's mind, he was brought here to be that second. Well, he was really brought here to be a star, honestly. Because IT was here there. Well, here. But if it's IT and Hayward, I mean, you could argue that Hayward's kind of like the star of that. Especially when Hayward came com- um, coming off that uh, all-star season that, that you know he had in Utah. Then Kyrie comes. Then he breaks his uh, ankle gruesomely. Now... He's trying to work his way back, and he got to get his shots, and he has to start because you're paying him starter money, so he has to start. Like, it's a very, very tough situation for everybody to be in, and um, I think that that affected everybody's performance last year, and I think that the guys that that are still there, mainly Jason Tatum, will probably benefit the most uh, from this new-look Celtics team. So, uh, I want to say look out for Jason Tatum to have a, a, a kind of a breakout year um, look for him to look a lot like he looked in that playoff run. Also, I think that Team USA, <coughs> excuse me, Jesus, I think that that Team USA will kind of springboard him to um, having a good season. I think that playing in FIBA, I mean, with the way it's looking, he might be one of like the the a more, he might play a big role on the um, FIBA team. I mean, everybody's pretty much dropping. I think Kimba's there. I think Lowry is there. Kimba will probably be like the star of the team. Um, but Lowry is there. You got Kuzma there. Uh, Tatum. I think Brown is there as well. Um, but Tatum's going to play a huge part um, in that team. And I think that that can kind of, you know, springboard him and give him some confidence um, going into this season. And I think that you'll see a different Jason Tatum this year. And I think that he'll start to look more like the player that uh, people assumed he was going to be um, after that playoff run. Uh, so, yeah, Pavage Daily Takes. Um, again, appreciate all the uh, support for you get, uh, fr- from you guys. Make sure that you go check out the Morning Brew. Um, and, um, yeah, I'll get up with you guys later.